Just playing free mode. Yeah. Like free mode was fun. Like it's fun. But the the game was built and designed to be played. So I'm going to play it. That reminds me of my favorite line from Power by Kanye. I just needed time alone with my own thoughts. Got treasures in my mind, but couldn't open up my own vaults. took the cough suppressant like why did you oh. why didn't you just take the cough suppressant because you, you don't fuck with like medicine yeah okay yeah neither do i yeah because i feel like once i take medicine that's me admitting that i'm sick <laughs> that's me admitting to myself i can't do it myself you know what i mean it's like yeah it's like oh i failed i can't beat this do, do you ever try to so do you do anything naturally or you just try to will yourself past sickness <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Mikey, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even because <laughs> I don't be sick. Don't I don't even, get sick, but you don't even like if you feel it coming on, like you won't even entertain the idea <laughs> of drinking a tea with some ginger root or taking some turmeric. That's, I'm not against it. That's just not, it don't pop into my, it just doesn't pop in I'll your just mind. Be like, All right, let me get extra water, work out harder. <laughs> But like with the cough, like the cough thing, I was so mad. I was like, "All right, I'm not sick. I just have to suppress this cough." That's the way I thought. I had to trick myself into thinking. Took that shit as soon as I got home. Stop coughing, like immediately. And I was like, "Damn, this shit. like I was trying to. I was kind of mad. I was like, "Damn, like technology really like our medicine be working." Drink more, water, which I'm I'm completely a fan of. Drink more water, work out harder. I don't know. Okay, do you do you have rest day? You do have rest yeah. days. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, and what do you do on those rest days? Because some tells me it's like a recovery, like it's a yeah, no, no, no. Rest day. I, I have both. I'll do like we'll do active recovery, mm-hmm. then I'll have like a rest day. There's no work. You don't do anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Okay. Besides, just go to work. Okay. Yeah, my um, <clears throat> my gym is just let me know that they're going to. It was just like some dude that's real overzealous. He just he's like, hey, man, what's going on today? I was like, oh. <laughs> like off of Pineapple Express? Yeah, he's just real. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys. Like, he's real. He's strong. He's got a bald head. You know, strong, yep. bald-headed guys. You know yeah, them very well. Pointy nose. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and he was letting me know that they're taking out this part of the gym that, I mean, it's fine, but it doesn't necessarily need to be there. And they're ripping it out, and they're making it a recovery room. And I'm like, fuck yes. Oh, that's Make fire. Make a recovery yeah, that's room. Fire. I think they're going to have like six like hydro massage beds yeah. in there along with some other shit. I don't know what else would be in a recovery room aside from massage, but I don't know what else they're going to be doing for you in there. Yeah. But that's dope because I already yeah, hit the sauna yeah, so I'm just, yeah. and I stretch. So I'm thinking about incorporating whatever it is they got in there. But I'm like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. A recovery room. I hope they have a. An ice bath or in something cold, oh, like cryo chamber. What do they call it? Cryo chamber. Yeah, cryo, cryo chamber. Uh, yeah. yeah, I believe, I believe yeah. one of those. Yeah. Oh yeah, cryo chamber. I wonder how cold those get. And don't get cold. Like what real, do you like, think? Like you can, you can, you can get hurt if you don't go in there like properly. Well, I mean, that's probably the same for a sauna as well. I, I mean, like if you go in a sauna tripping out and you're just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to spend an hour in here and it's 
190 degrees, like that's not gonna work out. You can well get like frostbite in there. Like you're not allowed to stay like oh. over like it's either minutes or seconds. It's one of the two. Cryo chamber. Because last year or year before, Antonio Brown like had like frostbite on his feet. Because he went in there with like like barefoot for like a little too long. How much does cryotherapy machine cost? The cost of cryotherapy machines ranges from seventy five hundred to two hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, it's some bread. Oh, and they have cryo saunas. Oh, okay. So this okay. Yep. Uh huh. Interesting. Yeah, but how how but I want to know exactly how cold. All right, so tell me what you think. Uh oh, probably like minus seventy degrees. Whoa. Minus M- minus M- minus fifty. God damn! Places that offer cryotherapy. <laughs> Hold on a second. Cause what, what, are you, what are you over there seeing? Places that offer cryotherapy have special tanks or chambers that are cool to extremely low temperatures. They may be as cold <laughs> as negative 200. Oh, God. I wasn't. To negative oh. 300 oh, degrees see, Fahrenheit. So I was short. Most <laughs> tanks are shoulder height. Your head usually stays at room temperature, but See? some tanks enclose your entire body. See, I told you you can get hurt in them shits. What the you hell? You can get fucked up. Like, that's how serious they are. Okay, it says true cryotherapy chambers, which I, I mean, I don't know. So true cryotherapy temperatures range from, okay, so this is just what normal okay. human beings do in regular cryotherapy, anywhere between negative 90 and negative 120 oh but that's but that's also celsius come on man oh yeah yeah convert that convert that okay 130 degrees that's what 130 degrees it doesn't matter just minus okay okay i got it okay 166 degrees so 110 degrees celsius is 166 degrees fahrenheit i mean negative yeah and then 160 degrees negative, negative 160 degrees Celsius is negative 256 degrees. So it, it can span anywhere between like 150 under Fahrenheit to 250 under. Yeah. See, I, I said minus 70. Wait a minute. Yeah. How did. long are you supposed to stay? I told you it's oh, minutes. It's like minutes or seconds. I think yeah, it's like 90 seconds. seconds. Like 90 seconds. Like. Wow. Because Luck was doing it. And I, it, okay. he, he was telling me the time in seconds when he was doing okay. it. Okay. So let me so let me offer you some put Welcome to the Any Last Words wow. Pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. It's Mikey again, clearly. E- Hold on a second. You just came in here saying that cold is bad period you said that life thrives in heat and i think that i mean there's yes. plenty of life by the way that does thrive yeah, in like, the cold. like like bacteria and no, like no 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 like birds you get <laughs> hold on hold on a second like penguins <laughs> talking about penguins <laughs> okay <laughs> penguins are not the only animal in right. arctic areas yeah, they're, I mean, they're plenty polar bears <laughs> All right, but if you keep doing that, you're gonna keep going down a long list of things. Yeah. Like, what about um the walruses? The yeah. uh, what are those? The the sea yeah. sea. Yeah. But see, these are like very 
Like it's like almost you can count it on like one hand, two hands. What are those animals that people really like a lot? Like they kind of have they look like walruses, but they're small. See, damn, what not 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 sea lions. Sea lions. Yeah, yeah, sea lions. Yeah, sea lions live in the cold. Like there are all sorts of stuff that look how they. But look how they look. Like they look like they are for the cold. Look how they look. They like oh, I mean, well, well, yeah, they're they're like blubbery. Yeah, or they have a lot of fur, depending upon what animal yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Penguins. I mean, they probably have a lot of yeah. blubber yeah. underneath all of that stuff. And then the people, though. But even people, yeah, look how they look when they up there. Niggas <laughs> is bundled up. <laughs> well, you have to be. But I think it does make people stronger. Yes, true. I think it, it definitely does. makes people strong. I think but, of like the Nordic but like, people. But like literally, like if you go out there for too long, like the flesh, the cells in your hands die yeah. while you're alive. Yeah. Frostbite. And you yeah. got to cut that shit off because it was too cold. I know. It's so crazy hearing about these stories of people in the Midwest like being killed off. Like just recently. We mean? Like in the past couple of months, like the cold oh, that yeah, swept through. Oh yeah, up in through. Buffalo too. Niggas was dying, shoveling. That's so crazy. I I had to read more of the stories because I'm not dying out front. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's I've been so interested by <laughs> dying by freezing. Yeah, I, because when I'm you're not beca- stopping. Because when you, <laughs> see, I think this what, is I you think trying what, to will yourself. No, no. I think shit. what happens is like like you you stop for a second. Like all right, let me stop and warm up. And you like try to curl up and you stop. You get the Jack Hammer shivering yeah. and like you you just get too cold to where you want to move on. You get a little sleepy. That's what I'm, because when you're burning. Like you get set on fire, yeah. you immediately know there's a problem. Yeah. As soon as your hand touches a hot stove or iron, yeah. you immediately know there's a problem. You pull away from it. Yeah. That's what's so crazy about freezing. It's like you're not aware it's of how bad it's getting of a state you're in yeah. or how bad of a state you're about to be in. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. It's like people in their cars, people shoveling. You can't stop moving. But if like you're shoveling, you're generating some type like you're working. Yeah. And like so at what point do you just like you set the shovel down and you're like, oh God. Like, I think what I I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the shit goes bad when you stop to try to warm yourself up. But that's what I'm saying. So if you I stop put the you, shovel down and you get to doing this, because you're like, all right, I gotta warm up. Fuck dude. There's no warming up from that. If I'm stop. shoveling and I think it's so cold. That I have to stop. That I have to stop working. Time to go inside. I'm not staying outside to warm yeah, up. Time to go inside. So I can continue shoveling. Time to go inside. Oh, fuck. I've done this. Like, I'll be like, bet. Like, I'll go inside, warm up the hands and feet. Because that's what goes first. Yeah, 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 for that's sure. What goes first. That's a At fact. least for me. And I think it comes from, like, jamming and breaking fingers a lot. Oh, I, that's not... I haven't... Like, look at my joints right now. Oh, like, yeah, I know. No, your hands have... Oh, just shaking. No, not shaking, but, oh. like, not, like, they're... Your hands pale. are fucked, yeah. They're pale. Just from, you, Your hands... Uh, so yeah. I know when it gets I cold. I know what you've been through in yeah. life. So <laughs> I know why your hands look like that. Yeah. So, like, you can see, like, the light. Like, I'm already... Like, the blood flow just from being cold. Let me ask you a question. What did it feel like to be a human <laughs> that that knew that when you go out and drink, oh, yeah. like like you're going out to battle, like you know that there's a very good chance yeah. you're gonna battle that night. You're going to find yeah. some people, and maybe you don't like the way they look. Maybe they're just <laughs> the right ones. Maybe I don't know what set of circumstances always has to happen, but. There's a good chance, like, yeah, I might wreck. I might wreck yeah, tonight. That because I never went through that, so I don't right. know what it's like to just like go out, just so, knowing, like, yeah, it might happen tonight. Yep. I think it just it was almost like like the competitive, the same feeling that you would go 
you going to the basketball court. Like, yeah, I'm about to go hoop on some niggas today. Like, <laughs> I'm about to ball on these niggas. Like, I think it came from that same competitiveness uh. because especially for like the people we know that got to, like that likes to fight. Yeah. Or, you know, I think it wasn't even like a big deal. It was yeah, just, it's like, just a, like it's yeah. just a fight. Yeah, it's just a fight. And that was the problem. It's just a fight. Yeah, I guess so. Like, because like, if you think about it, we weren't really like mad when we fought. A lot of times we were laughing. And yeah, like, like it was just like, yo, like we fitting now. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, look Like good. it's just kind of a part of the night. Yeah. Like we're going to drink. Like we a might lot, talk was, to some girls and we might fight. Yeah. Like it was like a lot of times we were laughing and fighting. Like, that's so crazy. Y'all niggas was wild. It was just, it was, it was just What's, energy that needed to be directed somewhere else. Yeah. No, that's a thousand percent. Yeah. What's crazy about it is. That because people don't realize just how dangerous street fights actually are. Yeah. Because we never see y'all yeah. were never well, no, you got no. put in a couple situations, but there were some situations that showed you just how far it could go. Yeah. Once like, we start once, like guns getting, start getting involved. Yeah, or once you start getting bigger and people start getting like stretchered up out of there, it's then it was like uh, uh we can't keep like Somebody might really take the final L, and yeah. we can get in trouble for this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like once, especially there was there was there was times when people we know that you know how can they go? He's out, bro. Like you don't got you don't got rock him in his head. Yeah. You don't got to do all that. And somebody almost got up out of here for doing that. See, that's anger. That's yeah. not having. That's and I was never on. Fights. And I was never on that. Like I'm about to go kick this nigga in his head, stomp oh. like. Like I was never on that. Having the ability, because at this point, I'm assuming that you're just seeing red. I'm assuming that you're like blacked out fighting someone. I'm assuming because if you're not and you're not completely it. aware that you are about to lift your leg up yeah. and drop your foot as hard as you can on top of someone's head. Yeah. You need help. You need help. <laughs> that that You need going to see on. someone. You need to take some time. Yeah. That's cr- I could never yeah. imagine. Sometimes I'll be driving my car and a stupid ass little bunny or a skunk or something mm-hmm. runs out in the road and I'm like, fuck, like it's too late. So you yeah, just I'm you not, accept I'm it. I'm not I'm not <laughs> sacrificing the vehicle. Nor myself. Yeah. More Sorry. so. Yeah, yeah, like it's just done. You accept it. <laughs> and you just, oh, you talking about your story of the bird? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can get into that. RJ was like, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, because you didn't have to accept that. <laughs> you, but we, we can get into that. But just the, the sense of hitting a, a small but large mammal Enough or to something. Feel like or a little fucking bump. marsupial. Yeah. Just, yeah. Got, you know, and you can hear crunk, like, yeah. ah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucked up. Especially if you look in the rearview mirror and you see it just like flopping around, squirming, twitch, spazzing yeah. out. I could never because even when that happens, I have to take my foot like off the gas. Like I don't oh, want yeah, my yeah. foot to yeah, feel yeah. as if I like, can I actually try to avoid them. But like if it happens, I'm like, God, I, I don't. I just don't want my body to have contact with, with the, the thing. It's like, oh, the car did that. Yeah, it's like it, if I if my foot is there, it's like I can feel the crunch more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I could never imagine stomping someone's head into the pavement. Mm. Are you kidding me? The fact that people yeah. really used to curb stomp people in life, like bite the curb. Yeah, that's insane. And I'm gonna, I'm going to stomp on the back of your that's head as you insane. bite the curb. That's crazy. What? <laughs> not to say, just so we can clear this up. Not to say that that's no, those no. are my friends and that's what no, we, we were doing. It never went that crazy, but. 
I've that's heard stories. insane oh my gosh man yeah, yeah i used to i used to just think about what it was like to just go out knowing that you like may fight someone that yeah. night and not knowing exactly how it may go that was a lot of the thing too like uh, and then also a, a lot of the time the times when we actually fought it wasn't our fault but there was definitely times when I was trying to start a fight. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. I'll just get to looking at somebody. Yeah, come across. I'll just, you know, I, yes. I just get drunk and I get that look. I just be like, I just be like, oh, here, yeah, because it's like, nigga go, bro. yeah, yeah. I just stare at a nigga from across the room like, what that nigga? What he trying to do? Like, yeah, hey, what he trying to get into? <laughs> Those were never the nights where the fights popped off. Like it was always when we were really just having fun, and then somebody would do something stupid to somebody we were with. Not, yeah. not knowing that it was more of us, <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah. Remember uh, the Austin fight in front of Mo's house? You heard about that one? Uh, in front of Mo's house? No, I don't know Mo, if I heard about Mo that. had a Mo had a like a party, like one party at his apartment down in Harrisonburg. That's how this happened. The pinky, mm. yeah, the pink, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and it's, and, it's, it's leaning. and yeah, and Austin was leaving early with his girlfriend at the time, and he ordered a cab before Uber was really popping. He went downstairs. Good old cabs. Right? He left before all of us. And he went and got in the cab. Well, he went to go get in the cab. And a bunch of other people had already jumped into the cab that he had ordered. Because the cab driver called him. Like, hey, I'm here. Austin goes down like, hey, yo, this is my cab. So they're like, no, no, no. We ordered this. So Austin just goes into his phone. And he presses the call button. And the driver answers the phone. He's like, see? Like, no, this is mine. They're like, no, no, no. So Austin's arguing with them. While Austin's arguing with them. His girlfriend got on the phone and called Mo and was like, hey, Austin's down here arguing with like four or five dudes. Like, y'all need to come out here. Right. So as we're coming out of the house, because Mo's up on the third up on the third floor, Austin looks back and sees us coming. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he was like, he realized he was reinforcements like, yeah, was on he was the way. Like, Man, he's like, nigga, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out of my shit. Like, he started going crazy. So as we're, I'm, now I'm on like the second floor coming down. Like, I hear him wild and I'm looking down. And as I'm coming down the final steps, they were all coming out to like oh. to start to try to fight Austin. They didn't know, oh. and it was just like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was like the perfect time, and like oh y'all, they didn't know. And oh, it, it got, and they it, all stepped out, and they had yeah, no clue they that got, the whole squad was on the way down, coming the down steps. the steps, and they got put down, bro. Like we started chasing them. Like they were like we ch- had to chase them. Like at one point. They had to like carry one of them, like it. Damn. Yeah, it went. It went crazy. Like they said, like I was in the street. They said at one point, like laughing, like we laughing and shit, like ha ha ha. Like, <sighs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I was never around for <laughs> any of these. No, you really weren't. The one time you were there, though, you were way too, way too drunk to even do anything. Oh, really? Yeah, nigga. Oh. The famous story. <laughs> that was that was the one that I realized. Like, all right. We might not. We probably can't keep doing this because he got stretched up out of there. Like he. Well, that wasn't anyone's fault. So okay. So my recollection. So we're in Harrisonburg. Yeah. This is New Year's Eve. Yep. Okay. I started. I didn't know who I thought I was at the time. Yeah. And I thought I was going to take a shot every time anyone new came in the house. It was like, oh, let's take a shot. So I'm just taking shots at Captain Morgan. Back to back, a hundred proof too, because I got we the, I got this. I got at that time yeah. that was my drink, so that was what I was drinking because I got the big bottle. Familiar. It was the big one, though. It was the big one, it was the big one. And I just kept drinking, and very early on, I'd realized 
It's too early to be feeling like this. Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, this is going to be another New Year's Eve where I don't make I don't it. Make the, yeah. I don't make it to the ball drops. Yeah. Like, um, and so I'm just, I'm, I'm in there wrapped up with the toilet. Mm-hmm. The dirtiest toilet that is <laughs> that has ever been known to man, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that toilet ain't seen no pine saw <laughs> its whole life. <laughs> no bleach, that ain't no, good, no nothing. <laughs> and I just had my head in that thing, just throwing up over and over. And then and then the girls came in and shut the door. I was like, oh, my God, they got knives. <laughs> so you never saw any build up I, to it. You don't know what is going on. They're just like, they got knives out there. And I felt so bad. I didn't even care what they were talking about. In my mind, I'm just like, listen, they out there doing them nigga type of shit. Like, they out there fighting. They got knives. Like, this is what all of them niggas in that living room do. This is what they get into. I'm in here. I'm drinking. Whatever. And then for some reason, they also leave the bathroom. I guess yeah. they, maybe they want to go check up on what yeah. the fuck is going on. And then that's and then that's when I stretched my leg out because that's the only energy I had and just closed it with the tip of my toes. It was like, like they're not coming in here and stabbing me up while I got no <laughs> well, I have no way of defending myself. You said he thought they was gonna run around the crib. This looking for nigga, I'll get that nigga too. And, and if they came in there with knives, I would have laid there while they stabbed me. Man, dog, <laughs> like, got me. That would have been it. That's how bad I felt. That's how sick. I had no agency at all. Yeah. But on the outside, now tell me what happened. It was just a New Year's with a kickback, quote unquote. Right. Because it wasn't a lot of us. It was maybe, what, 12 at the most? Okay. All right. That's something like I remember, yeah. And there, there was a party, though, like in the building, but it was upstairs. We didn't go to it. I mean, we didn't really know the people, I don't think. The neighbors upstairs. But there was a party upstairs. And all of a sudden, like three or four dudes that lived across the street just came in the door, like, "Yeah, what's up now? What's up now?" Like when they, like, they had like kitchen knives and they were like clanking them together, like, "Yeah, what's up? What the fuck y'all trying to do?" And I'm looking at them like, I thought that they were like happy, like, like because we know them. And I'm like, "Oh shit! Like, what the fuck's going on?" Like it was just confusing. Like you, had, you know them, like you've seen them around. No, like we know that we drank with them and shit. So I'm oh. like, they're happy, but they have knives. And I was trying to like pick, put it all together. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, huh? Like I'm looking at them. Like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, what's up? Like, what's up now? And we looking at them. Everybody's like, yo, yo, what the fuck? Like, like the commotion started bubbling yeah, up, but yeah. it wasn't like true conflict yet at all. Yeah. And that's when like. Another dude came in like, no, 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 it wasn't them. It was the other party. So then it was like, oh, shit. So then like we all start talking for a second. We learned that like one of their friends had gone to the party upstairs and either got into an argument or got into a fight. One of the two, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. And he went back and got them and they rushed out before him and ran into our house because they heard music thinking that that's where he was. Right. But we, like, we had already figured it out because we knew them. Like we were like, oh, shit. But at this point, now I'm realizing, oh, they came in here with knives. Trying to start shit. Right. And remember, I was chilling. I had a robe on. The ball had just dropped. Yeah. And I was, uh, I had made ramen noodles. Like I made made the ramen noodles. I was eating noodles, chilling. And I remember, I remember the thoughts. I remember the full conversation I was having with myself. Like, oh, these niggas came in here faking. I was like, it's a new year though. Fuck it. I was like, <laughs> these niggas came in here faking. But I was like, man, fuck it. The ball just dropped. I'm in a robe. I'm chilling. We good. Like, you know what? I'm not fighting niggas no more. Like, I'm good. <laughs> Like, I don't got to do this. New year. And then that's when one dude who was way drunker than I was at the time. And I don't even know if I was that drunk. He, he's like, yeah, that's my nigga right there. That's my, that's my homie. He like ran up on me and like tried to put his arm around me. And he knocked my whole noodles out of my hand. 
And I just looked at them jumps like, and it was just like, damn, I guess we got to do it. Like, <laughs> damn, I, I guess it's going to go down. I just, I just, nobody. So he came over saying endearing things about yeah. you, trying to dap you while, up. And, while I was fighting the thoughts of they just came in here with not. Right. Like, should I? Because, so in your mind at this time, you understand that it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. They came into the wrong place. I think it was a guy's little brother. Yeah. That had gotten beaten up upstairs or yep. whatever. So then yep. he went and got his, his other brother and his brother's friend or whatever. Yep. And so they come in the house talking about what the fuck is up now? What y'all trying to do? Clanking, sharpening knives in front of y'all. And you're having this like, okay, it's a misunderstanding. But also, they just burst up in here (laughs) acting crazy. Now, logically speaking, in your mind now, it's, okay, they didn't know what house is. But they were really reckless with the way they just popped into someone's house. Super. And then a guy coming to give you a hug of sorts mm-hmm. knocked your ramen noodles mm-hmm. out of your hand, mm-hmm. and that yeah, because it, it. then it was like, well, that whole vibe is done now. I'm not chilling no more. Yeah, I don't even got noodles no more. Yeah, and under yeah. the robe I had on t-shirt and shorts, so I was like, <laughs> I could, like it felt like a boxing robe. Like it felt like <laughs> felt like I was ready. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, shit. I guess so, I just take this robe yeah, off. So. I I remember thinking in my head like, uh, like 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 you gotta go do some chores. Yeah. I remember like walking to the door like fuck it, lock the door. Y'all not going nowhere now. But then I walked around the corner to the kitchen because in the kitchen like in the cut was like the washer and dryer and the panel. Walked over to the panel and I just cut the cut the power off to the whole apartment. It's black black everything's black. I don't know why I thought that part was a good idea. Yeah, that was a I don't terrible know. idea. I don't know, because they, they still had the knives. They at were this the point. only ones with weapons. <laughs> That's where everybody was like, hey, nigga, hey. Everybody's like, yo, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? So then I cut the lights back on. But at this point, <laughs> RJ had grabbed our set of knives and was walking around handing them out, like, hmm, here, here, here. He was so in his mind, we about to have a medieval fucking knife fight. Like, we all, like everybody got knives. Yo, so, y'all sitting in there clanking knives together, so swinging. Like, our day's thinking, fuck it, we're gonna have knives too. But uh, then that part might have happened before the news. Before, I don't know. Before but, cutting off the lights. Yeah, so I, I think right. I think we might, yeah, anyways. So once that happened, uh, they were like, yeah, we're going to just leave. They, and then, like, I remember the homie, R.I.P. Chaz, was there. And he yeah. was, like, guiding them out. And he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, just give me the knife, though, man. Just, just, just The one dude that was still drunk, like, ended up handing over the knife to Chaz. And once he did that, they didn't have no more knives. Oh. And Chaz threw that first one. Bing, and then, boop. So bing, what? So the, oh, that was the worst part of it. So they actually gave up their gave knives. up all the knives. Yeah, without even realizing it. Like they had given up all their knives without realizing it. Like, just put the knives down. Just put them jumps down, man. Here, give me that jump. Put that put that shit down. As oh, as they're leaving. And and, and then and then hell yeah, broke hair brokers in that little hallway right outside of the, the main entrance, <sighs> in between two apart, like just like this. Like in between there, it was like a little ring. Damn. And yeah. And it was three of them and easily six, seven, six or seven, seven of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. A young, reckless life. Yeah. They had no idea what was in store for them. No. No. How crazy, how quickly things can go left. Like you have all this yeah. power and might and you bust up in a house. To the like, wrong house. What the fuck is up? Yeah. And five minutes later. They could have went to the right house and caught a good dub. Yeah, I mean, could have. Could have. Depending upon who was in that house. True. 
Damn. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that I was never. Yeah, I'm glad I. Yeah, I'm glad I was in the quarters that I was in. I'm glad like I was just in, in my own little. Yeah, like, nah, I didn't experience any of that. Knives. Jesus Christ, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's super crazy. Anywho, um, we were talking about exercise for a second there. Yep, uh, I do want to go back to that because you're trying to will yourself out of sicknesses and not. Try to take any sort of teas or supplements or just nothing in any sort of way. Something about the thought process. If 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 I have to take something, Mm. then I'm admitting like that my body can't beat it. But the thing is, what's that little thought? But but you're constantly taking things though. Like you you have to eat foods. Yeah, yeah. Like so you're and even the exercise. Like you have to do something for your body. Yeah, true. Right. You know what I mean. So it's not like that's what you have to do. You have to sleep. But it's just strictly like medicine, like tea. I'm just like, yeah. If I think about tea while I'm doing it, yeah, I'll I'll try tea. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if I get like the congestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drink hot ass tea to try to clear all that. Yeah, up. I'm a ju- I'm a juice you up some. Yeah. All right, bet. I'm a juice you up some, like a little. Uh, yeah. I made some really strong like turmeric, ginger, apple, carrot it's, juice. It's, see, I already knew turmeric and ginger. That's that's. Those are like those life lemon. roots. Yeah, they well, tell you yeah. that they just. Man, let me look yeah, this around. Yeah, they I literally just say it cures everything. If you look it up, it's almost not even worth looking it up. I looked at that. Yeah. The list of things that it's like, um, not related to, but linked to helping. Yeah. 10 proven health benefits of turmeric and curcumin. I don't even know about that one really. Yeah. Top 10. Turmeric contains bioactive compounds with medicinal properties. Um, What the fuck does that mean? It helps to consume it with black pepper, which contains piperine. Piperine is a natural substance that enhances the absorption of curcumin by 2,000%. Damn. That's crazy. It's a little bold. Curcumin is is also fat-soluble, which means it breaks down and dissolves in fat or oil. That's why it may be a good idea to take curcumin supplements with a meal that's high in fat. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Curcumin is a natural anti-inflammatory compound. Scientists now believe that chronic low-level inflammation can play a role in some health conditions and diseases. These include heart disease, cancer, metabolic syndrome, Alzheimer's disease, various Whoa, degenerative. Alzheimer's is crazy. That, we're talking about brain. Yeah, we're talking brain, not body. Yeah, I mean, I'm, inflammation can sort of happen anywhere. Is, it, is right? that, that Alzheimer's inflammation of the brain? Chronic low-level inflammation, maybe. Damn. Yeah, hmm. I have to look that up. Damn, I gotta finish that video I sent you. Hmm. That shit with the uh did you watch did you did you start any of that? The video that you sent me with the clown, about, the guy. Oh, no, it's a obsessive compulsive clown? Yeah. No. Bro, I, I guarantee if you watch like ten seconds, you're gonna be like, Oh, hold on. Mm. It's just super interesting of what the brain can do to itself. And he was aware. He was aware like, of it, the it fact might, that... It might be the most severe case of like OCD that I have like seen documented. Like, mm. oh, or at least somebody give a personal record for it. So I'll, I'll wait and hold that one to just, just peep it at some point. Mm. Even if you watch like two minutes, you'll be like, I know you. You'll, you'll probably watch for like 15, 20. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, depending on what it is, so I, might, I might watch the whole thing. Yeah. You can. So he talks about his... And what's the guy's name that does these interviews? Mark Lacia? I don't I think even know his name. Yeah, I think it's like Mark Lacia. It's yeah. Softway Underbelly. Softway, yeah. 
and so and so he's giving you a personal account of his OCD. Yeah. And probably he doesn't also, have it. In, he doesn't suffer from it anymore. Oh, he, he, okay. beat, he beat it. Oh, but he's giving you the account of how bad it was. Mm, that's yeah. interesting. Because he realized it was. Get, he realized it was just in his mind. Okay. Because I was gonna say, like, just you don't have to ruin. I mean, it wouldn't matter whatever you said. Now yeah. I'm still gonna watch it. But what, like, how did he say that he beat that? Uh, did you get to that? I haven't point? finished. No, I haven't finished oh, it yet. Okay. I, I haven't finished the part yet. But mm. he he knows that Emmanuel Life said it that like a lot of OCD is really it's in your mind. Like it's, it's yeah, it's in the brain. Like it's not like a like a physical defect. Mm. It's a lot of mental work you do. Someone in uh, so two things. You just talking about OCD and this clown trying to. I don't want to call this. <laughs> no, he was. I don't want to just. He call was him actually out. like that's his profession was yeah. he was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny fucking It's job. just funny, though, to just be a clown. It's, it's a very funny, like, yeah. There's a couple there are a couple professions that really intrigue me. Like, you want to be a clown? That's funny to me. I think also, the, like, being word. a male gynecologist. That's, that's, that's strange to me. Like, what made you I mean, want to do that? Unless somebody's just super into, like, the system I know, I know. The That's what it has system. to be. Like, I'm just really, really, I really love yeah. anatomy. And I've known that, like, humans grow here. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, you know, like, human grows here. I, that, that, I'd be thinking that, like, damn, like, this little baby grew. Yeah, it's from crazy. this place. This yeah. was the incubation. Yeah. Like, this was the incubator for it all. Yeah, yeah I guess. So, so, I guess that they're super into that. So, so this guy that figured out a way to harness his OCD, and I'm certain yeah. whatever it is he did, mm-hmm. even before I even watch it, he had to somehow redirect, yeah, whatever and rewire time, and redirect the whole. He's he's accounting that the whole time he always knew that it's just in his mind, like mm. like a piece, like a small piece. Like he he's um he wrote a book like stuck inside on a snowy day. He got stuck in his room, saying something like, "I'm gonna say I'm gonna save my family. I'm gonna save my family. I'm gonna save my family." Because for whatever reason, he would get like one thought of, I'm going to go downstairs and kill my whole family. Mm. But then he would have to counter that thought by saying out loud, I'm going to save my family. And it would bounce back. And, and like in his mind, he's like, I'm going to save my family. because, And the thought was like, go kill him. He's like, no, I'm going to save him. Yeah. And he said he got stuck in the loop. I can't remember how long it was. It might have been hours. Like he got stuck at the window saying, I'm going to save my family. I'm going to save my family. I'm going to save my family. And he's telling you the whole time that like, like I knew what was happening. I couldn't. I couldn't beat this war in my head. Like it wasn't mm. like he was like I had no feelings of doing it, but I wanted that thought to go away. I yeah, yeah, he felt yeah. guilty for even having that for thought. For sure, yeah. So he had to battle it by saying it out loud, and that's part of the he was obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm. Yeah, people say that about. Uh, someone was trying to put me on. It may have been my aunt to like Taoist ways or Taoism, mm. one of those things. But I, a lot of it had to do with for every bad thought you have. Yes, to that's, try to. That's he talked it. about. He talked. He said that. He talked about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. He actually said that in in his interview. Oh, okay. Because for every, I think he read it in a book, and so for every negative thought, he would have to counter it with a good thought. Right. And then or like had, two good thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. And he had to counter it. And then if he had had another bad thought, he had to counter that bad thought with two more. Right. And he and it led him on a train of just almost like a stuttering, like stuttering in the brain. Like mm. not stuttering by speaking, but stuttering thoughts. So he would he would get stuck in these loops of trying to clear that bad thought through yeah, through that. Mm. Also shout out shout out to super the, interesting the uh the mother of dragons, and also who's the other part? Bruce Willis. What is it that they both got di- diagnosed with? Nick, it was um like human 
fuck. Look that shit up. Uh, yeah, I forgot what it what it was. Duh. It, Bruce Willis. What if I just type in like Bruce Willis? It's where disease. eventually you get you can get stuck. No, no, no. It's yeah, it's stuttering the thoughts. I'm thinking of a different one. Um Aphasia. Is that where eventually it leads to you just being stuck inside your body? Almost. Oh, the uh, that this is the one where so it's a language disorder. Okay. Where it, about 180,000 Americans are diagnosed with aphasia each year. But it took a movie star to bring the condition mm-hmm. into the spotlight. Last week, the family of Bruce Willis revealed he had the language disorder, which can affect a person's ability to speak, listen, read, and write. Mm-hmm. Aphasia is not a cognitive disorder, hmm, but rather an acquired language disorder that results from damaged parts of the brain that helps us process language. Usually, this means the left side of the brain, which handles our language abilities. Stroke is the most common cause, but aphasia can also occur okay. after head injuries or a brain tumor. Okay. I didn't know that it was phys- like it can be physically triggering. And another type of aphasia can occur when brain tissue deteriorates with age. With age. Damn. The family hasn't released the cause of the act. Of Man, aphasia. having something wrong with your brain is crazy. Yeah, so you miss words during conversations replacing words saying plate instead of nice knife or bus instead of car making up nonsense words that sound like the correct word <laughs> saying lat instead of cat okay yeah mm. yeah because like, imagine being an actor trying to do that you got to talk your job is being on camera Fuck. speaking and you on camera cut 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 fuck is wrong with this motherfucker <laughs> and you got to come out and tell him man hey i'm fucked up yeah, that's rough. They might be like, man, it's sorry. Like, yeah, we got. We yeah. need this shit done contract, now. Contract. Yesterday. Who else did we have readied up for this role? <clears throat> that could really affect your livelihood. Yeah, where's Tom Cruise at? <laughs> where's run, who, run who, who's the newest like action run star? Run. Before I get back to my point from earlier, wow. like if it was like, all right, we don't got Tom Cruise, we don't got Bruce Willis, bring in. Oh no, they be putting it? the Rock and shit, bro. He just, oh, the Rock is in everything. Did, you saw that picture where like they they put four different movies and he was looking like that same exact. Like, he had the tattoo out, buffing shit, sweating in the jungle somewhere. Come on, <laughs> come on. It sells, man. It's, it's the Rock. It. It's fine. Hmm. Okay, to go back. So we have this clown with the OCD that he's harnessing, mm-hmm. and then we have. You saying that just as young, rambunctious boys run around beating the shit out of people, sometimes for good reasons, sometimes for bad reasons, mm-hmm. that just was energy that needed to be redirected. And you found different ways of doing that. Facts. I, I had, I wasn't exercising it that way, but yeah. I had a whole lot of energy that needed to be focused in, yeah. another, in another sense, another outlet for it. Yeah. And I was having a conversation with a friend recently about a lot of disorders, you know, Kanye has talked about this. Now, I don't know if he's the best spokesperson for this, but that mental disorders don't have to be looked at as as negatives, that you can find a way to harness them and they can be something like superpowers. Yes. Now, I haven't been to a doctor. I haven't been to a neurologist. I don't know what's going on in my head. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that they would find something and they'd be able to tell me something. Or Yeah, it's not the average Computer. Something's going on. And sometimes it, it seems very, like, very weirdly driven. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, fact, it's, it's some weird shit yeah, going on. Yeah, matter of fact, I've all, I, now that I've gotten older, I think my ADHD is a bit of a superpower. 
Because I think I think when I was younger, it was more. It wasn't that I couldn't pay attention to things. It was that I was paying attention to too many things at once. Mm. Like I was, like yeah. I was, I was trying to this. I want to do this and this and yeah. this and this. Yeah. So the whole time the teacher's teaching, I'm doing this and that and that. But I'm also retaining what she's talking about. Right. And they were like, that's why they put me in like classes ahead and gifted classes because they were like, he's definitely super smart because he's he's coming up with shit that we didn't even teach him yet. Like, that, that's why you didn't do the homework, but you scored high yeah. on the test. I remember, I remember like vividly sitting in first grade one day and the teacher was, was doing math and I looked at the board and I was like, Hey, wait, like an odd number plus an odd number is an even number. An even number plus an even number is an even number, but an odd and an even make the odd. The teacher looked at the board like she didn't even know that. She was like, she left the classroom and went downstairs and got like the little counselor. And then from there, I went into this little program to step mm. me up and shit. But seeing, I wasn't paying seeing, attention. Seeing like, patterns. Patterns, As yeah. we talked about. Patter- yeah, patterns, patterns. Yeah, puzzles, all that shit. Yeah. Bro. Okay. And so... And so if I wasn't paying attention... If I was paying attention to what she was saying, you know what I mean? Non-ADHD, I wouldn't have seen that. Were you ever at any point in time in your life... Because it was interesting learning that RJ felt this way about it, because I never mm-hmm. knew this, but at any point in time in your life, were you ever ashamed of having adhd no no that never i was just super hyper only ashamed part was when i was taking adderall like in high school yeah because i was super calm oh and like i knew that that wasn't my natural personality yeah yeah yeah. and that's another reason why i I stopped taking adderall when i got older because i thought that i would have to drink my way back into my personality Um, in order for people not to think that there was something wrong because on adderall i would get super quiet yeah so I was like, ah, I, I gotta be Mikey again, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, gotta, they're, they're expecting a show. Yeah. Like, so, so after I take my medicine, like after it would wear off, I would drink so that way I would come back to me. Oh, come back make, quick. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because yeah. once you take that medicine, you got a long ride of just being a zombie. Right. Yeah. Right. And I would be. I mean, to the outside, I was thinking that to the outside world, they're gonna think something's wrong. Like, why is he so quiet? Why is he this? Why is he that? Yeah. Especially like going back to high school when they when I ended up getting that class clown shit. Yeah, and my oh, math teacher, fuck. my math teacher, I was always on my Adderall and uh, my geometry class. Oh no, oh whatever calculus, whatever it was, mm. and she was super like confused. She was like, "You were class clown?" She was like, "How? Like you don't talk? You don't?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't." You see me in the morning when I'm on Adderall. Oh. <laughs> like you don't know me on Fridays afternoon. You don't see me how they see me up out of here outside oh, of school. Right. That's the thing because everybody knew me outside right. of school. Right. Because uh, yeah, I'm so stupid because we're thinking we're just being graded on things like inside the school, uh, but everyone knew knew us outside at the parties and shit at the parties at the games all that sort of stuff so yeah. that's where you're really getting yeah, yeah. all the data from to and be she able was to... so confused she was like huh even mm. the people in there were like because most of them were in my class it was a mix of seniors and juniors i was retaking whatever calculus class because i had fucked it up the year before they were like huh yes yeah, like, weird senior superlatives like giving someone that like any sort of title it can it can it can like give someone an identity and then they feel like they kind of have to stick that's with what that. happened yeah yeah that's that's definitely what happened. Yeah, I think I feel it, like it's I funny. had to be that. It's funny because I feel like yeah, me and most outgoing, like oh, you got to be talking to people, or like you got to yeah. get out, you got to be in people's faces. I mean, it, it yeah, it it gives you like a like a not a false sense, but it's like your first label. So you're yeah, like first like you see it, it's in the yearbook, or you're there, you accept this ribbon they put on you. Yeah. So to you, you're like, oh, this is this, this is, might be who I am because you're leaving high school. 
trying to figure out who you are. Right. And that's like a first taste of, oh, this might be who you are. Right, right. You have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you have to live up you to this. You have to live up to this. Yeah, it's very true. Might Damn. Yeah. I didn't even go to that banquet, but you gave me my sass. Like, you went there yeah. and you gave it to me. Yeah. And you also helped me make, and I'm still not all for the OCD and, and like harnessing power right. thing, but, um, and you also helped me make the senior video. Oh, we we oh we, we freaked that. that like yeah, we fucked that joke up. And it's so cool because they right in a good way because yeah. people need to know right. So we made that and they played that at that senior banquet yep. right. That again I didn't attend. Yep. How fucking awesome is that? Miss Warkington, our chemistry, my chemistry teacher. Yeah, because you were just super outgoing, and I was techie, and yeah, we just like yo. Let's, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, I like, had, to, I think, yeah, I had the camera, and we were like, fuck it, let's just do this shit. That's so cool, man. Damn, I forgot we did that, John. Yeah, yeah like, we, we were we had shots. We were heavily yo, involved. We were nice in what our in, class in was doing activities. in two thousand nine. Heavily involved. We, hey, hey, we we got that dub for that lip sync. The lip the, sync, the remixes. Yeah, we were at Crocker Park senior trip. The you senior right. faculty basketball game, right. like we had our hands in everything. We were the, the yeah. senior video, like we had our hands in everything. Yeah, that's crazy, right. and I think that's a lot of reason why, like a lot of people will be like, "Damn, I fucking hated high school," and I'm always like, "Damn, like I had a, I had a good time there. I, I'm not mad at it, dude. I forget all the time that because I'm an idiot, and I, I be forgetting, yeah, that other people, it was like the bane of their existence. Yeah. They're like, "Fuck that place," yeah, and I'm like, "Oh yeah." A lot of people hated high school. Yeah. It was amazing for us. Yeah. That's so crazy to think about. That's but then so at the same time, like I just be forgetting it because like I fuck with now so heavy. And yeah, I, and, for sure. And I see the future so heavy that, right, like, right. I, that I I just like I'd be forgetting. Yeah, I'm never looking back like all oh, the oh good old days. Oh my gosh. No. No, 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 no. Never that. It's not just that. just when it happens to come up in conversation with one of you guys. Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm like, like, damn, oh, we like, did do all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really just like that. that. I'm like, damn. But to get back to again, so I was right. talking to my friend about how to now all disorders. No, I don't, of course not. I don't know if you fit to just turn that and harness that into a power of yours. Yeah. High grade schizophrenia. I don't know how you're going to. Although I, mean, I got my theories. Tell me, tell me what your theories are. I mean, that's, of course, it's not for all of them. But what if, what if schizophrenia? Some cases. What if, what if it's mixed, misdiagnosed as somebody just a little more in tune with something? Oh, oh, right. Just right. a little. Like there's some, there's some famous artists and people who were kind of. I think they were diagnosed with the shit. Mm. Brilliance, but um. I, I will say this. There was this Spider-Man movie. I forgot which one it was. I'm pretty sure it was Spider-Man. Yeah. And there was a super, super duper intelligent villain. Mm-hmm. And they kept calling him crazy. And he was just like, he just laughed at it and was like crazy. Like, that's just a, a small word for dumb human beings that don't understand like true power or something like that. And I just remember hearing that and being like, hmm. Imagine if... Like in theory, if all of a sudden you woke up tomorrow and you could start to hear other people's thoughts, right, as voices in your head, yeah, and like you really did, yeah, how would you explain that to people around you? You you be walking around, like, huh? huh? No, the only no no you could actually do that because if it was true, okay, you, okay, you would right, believe you're right, me. You're right. You're right. You yeah. would believe me because yeah. I would tell you everything that's going on. You'd be like, yo, what yeah, the okay, fuck yeah. is that's going on? That's a bad on? example. Yeah. 
Now, yeah. now, remember, you did watch the movie Soul, Pixar, DreamWorks, yes. whatever it was. Yeah, fuck with it. Fire yeah. Yeah. movie. Mm. Now, there was that crazy, or they called him crazy but dude. But he was and in he tune. was flipping signs on the corner. Yeah. And he, they, what they didn't know was that he was in tune with like the dream The before world. life. Yeah, the before, before life, they called it. The whole time. Like he was, yeah. Because he would do what he loved and it put him in a flow state that allowed him to transition between yep. worlds. Like he was the man over there, but <laughs> yeah. he looked crazy out here. Right. Yeah. And so- if that's a little bit of what you're talking about, yeah. I can I can kind of get on board. Just with like that. a what, like a what if, what if yeah. there's some shit that we're we just, don't know, we're just not into it. We and don't. and I I believe that to a degree because I would have to believe it, it because be. I don't know what's going on in my brain, right. but I do know that I perceive things in a very interesting way. Yes, and in a way that I'm certain a lot of people be like, hey, relax, right? Like, like I don't I don't think a hundred percent of people diagnosed with schizophrenia are just crazy. Like, right. There has to be a non-zero percentage like of them. Like clinically insane. Right? There has to be a non, like it's not zero, like there has to be a percentage of them mm. that are just super in tune with the whatever we don't understand. You mm. know? There has it to will be. be interesting as we continue to move forward in technology and understanding, and, the brain. And, and understanding in neurology. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That will be interesting. And so, needless to say, there's some things that you're not going to turn into, you're not going to turn it, even if it is an advantage and we don't know how it's an advantage, right? Right, Because maybe they're living in a world that's just great for them. I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> maybe there are a bunch of things that like, they, it can't be turned into a practical advantage, yeah. an advantage that like we could see it working yeah. for you. And our shared reality right. that we are with our shared our, our constructs yeah. and, and systems like, yeah. and things like that. To us, it just doesn't make sense. Like you, you used to always say you was like, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, you remember? I knew you were laughing. Yeah, yeah. I knew you. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay, yeah, you're right. I was. I, what did I say? That I wouldn't mind was being like, completely cognitively impaired. I'm pretty sure I yeah. just said retarded at yeah, the time. You, at, yeah, you said retarded. Right. Because I was the, trying to think. I was like, you're like it got to be happy. It, it goes back to I'm the ignorance happy. is bliss. Like yeah. if you if you're just now here's the thing. You're thinking of like a child like mine. Yeah, because. Those people are not always happy. Like cognitively impaired people are no. just not always happy. And so that's the thing. It's not. It's not like they're just like <laughs> happy twenty four seven. So that's where the flaw in that logic was. <laughs> however many years ago I said that. Uh, yeah. So no, that's not. I the think case. you were just saying if you were just unaware of all of like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but and and but the thing is, I feel like there is a a past. So there's a certain amount of consciousness that you can get where you're just conscious enough to know that you're not super conscious, where you're enlightened and you can get past a bunch mm -hmm. of bullshit, but you're not dumb enough to be able to be completely void of all the bullshit either. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like you're in this, you're in this this other spot. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like there is a dumb enough to just not really deal with most of the things people are going through. Like that again, cognitively just yeah. get cause people distress. Um, although I still do feel like because you don't have to go through that, and I've talked to you about this before, you're going to have to deal with other problems. I mean, you're going to have to deal with a bunch of just external forces that treat yeah. you like shit or just things in life don't go your way often. And it's because you're not able to see the patterns and fix the problems. Right. And then there's being very, very intelligent and perceptive of things and, and just 
having the weight of problems mm-hmm. on your mind because you can perceive them. Because in your mind, you're thinking how simple it could all could be. Right. And you're like, man, why can't shit just be like this? And it just bothers you a lot. And then I do feel like there is a point past that yes. where you yes. can reach more and more enlightenment yes. where things just calm out. And you're That's like, okay. kind of exactly where I'm at and why I'm like uh optimistic okay not i don't even know if i use the word optimistic anymore i'm just like content yes with the way things are because we know in mm-hmm. certain states when you hit that that level where you're just like yo everything is everything's okay like existence is fine everything's cool you know what if people do catch on then they do if they don't they don't they don't i'm here existing life is it's fine like i'm i'm right where i need Bro. to be Mirror by Kendrick on that on that album was amazing. It's a great fucking song. Oh, it's a great song. It, it follows Mother Eye Sober, which is such a yeah, sad song. Yeah. And then afterwards, it's just like this blossoming, this sunshine yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And it's just, you know, he says in that song, I trust you find independence. If not, then all is forgiven. Sorry I didn't save the world, my friend. I was too busy building yep. mine yep, again. Yep, yep, yep. And... That was so beautifully said. It's like, listen, I trust you find independence. I re- I hope that for you all. Right. But if you don't, all is forgiven. It's fine. It's everyone's not going to find independence. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not going to find that place of enlightenment, that peace. Mm-hmm. That so that's fine. And I'm sorry that I didn't continue to try to help save you and your world. Right. I was too busy trying to build my shit. Right. You know. So I, and I think that's why I come off as super optimistic because I'm just like. Hey man, like, what can we do? <laughs> see, like, now, see now the is, thing is, I don't know if that's so. Maybe your optimism has been has been misconstrued right. by me. Maybe you're not optimistic. You're just content. You just yeah. you're just you're you're yeah. peaceful. Yeah, peaceful is a you're great ju- word. You're just peaceful. Peaceful is a great word, like, especially I, like, after the life that you've lived. Yeah, like peace. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. especially right. after the life. Yo, your rebrand is crazy. Hey. Your rebrand is hey. crazy. It's crazy. crazy. You that don't you don't get the credit you deserve. Honestly, Bruh, I I be, I, be, I be trying to tell you this every now and again, but sometimes I think I send a text message and it maybe it doesn't hit the way I wanted to. But your rebrand <laughs> is easily. I mean, it's it's it's, no, it it's really is. It, yeah, it's craziness. Yeah, it really, really is. Like I think about you and I and who we used to be and like just who we are now. And the rebrands are crazy, but I don't. Nah, but me yeah. being me, I don't think about it as much as you because you're. I get to look at you, right? More, right, you know, right. So no, that is facts. Yeah, that is yeah. Facts. Your fucking rebrand is insane. Yeah. <laughs> insane. Yeah. It's crazy, but it, that's hopeful. That human beings can ch- like that, that. There's even the capacity yeah, to yeah. change like that. But it also stemmed from the same thought process that goes back to me seeing this as like like life as not being what's it. Mm. As in like this is a very temporary time, right? And I know that existence goes on way. Well, yeah, the existence goes on way past this life to me so me here as this character of mikey born at this time living through these years to me i was like it's just temporary i can do whatever the fuck i want mm. and that's how i lived and then i started thinking well i'm still here why don't i try actually playing the story mode of this game mm. and try to progress this character like let's see how far that goes and and i realized that like the story mode 
of the game is so much more fire than just playing free mode. Yeah. Like, free mode was fun. Like, it's fun. But the game was built and designed to be played. So I'm <laughs> going to play it. Yeah. Because I, like, like I was telling her to hit you up, and I was like, I remember choosing to play this game. Mm. Like, just like in Soul, like, it's going to sound wild, but I really remember choosing this life to live. And I was like, well, let's live it then. So, so one, it seems like you need some structure because the story yeah, mode super, of the game has some structure. Yeah. And free mode is right. free. This is why, like, uh, sports and, uh, like, like CrossFit works so well for me because I do love, like, structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, having And you're good like, at it. Yeah. You're good things, at structure. Yeah. Yeah, super good at like structure. Like, you're not just good at following structure, but you're good at the construction part of it. Right. Like, yeah. actually putting it together. Right, you don't just right. have to do something. You don't have to just follow a plan someone else gave you. Right. You make your own. Yeah, that's the big thing. They know that, like, I'm going to, if I have, like, a deed, or not a deed, like a task, I'm going to break it down into how to do this task and so many steps. Because to me, it's like a little game within the game. Right. And it's, right, you know, right. it's just keeping the mind at work puzzle solving you know problem solving mm-hmm. kind of thing everything's like, I, I like to turn it's critical every, analysis i like i like turning everything into a problem that has to be solved right i love that love that shit and so we talk about this level of peace that i think is so worth trying right. to t- i think it's i think it's the thing to try to attain yeah. because everything yeah. else falls into place afterwards yeah. there's this movie that i watch i think i think that you'll like it all right i'll add it it's you know, on it. What did I watch that on? It was either, I think it was Amazon. I think it was Amazon. All right, what's it called? It is called Blackbird. It's starring, uh, starring a few people, but the one I know is uh, Rain Wilson is in it from The Office. Yeah, BK Dad. So yeah, with the glasses. What, what's the who's he play on? Dwight. That? Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in there. He's funny. And there's uh, Kate Winslet. I don't know if you would just know I her. Can, I know the name real well. I'm picturing well, like three faces. Did you ever watch Mayor of Easttown? I know exactly who it is. So yeah, that yeah. that is. I actually character. been trying to put weight on Mayor of Easttown until I can try my best to delete everything that I heard on the pod because <laughs> I would have to listen to it before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I couldn't catch up, so I was like, "Fuck, I'm about to put this one off." So anytime I see, I I feel the same way about her as I do. I mean, great actors. Uh, okay. the same way I feel about Russell Crowe is that I've never seen them in something and not believed them. Okay. Every single time I've seen them pop up in something, I'm like, yeah. I believe that character. Right. I believe them. And it's a story it's a beautiful story one just the angles that they take they take the angles as like an observer and i heard her talk about okay. it in, a, in an interview like the the writer the director of this likes to be an observer to things so he's not t- so stringent on the characters like the actors doing exactly these things at every moment he kind of wants to set the camera up like it's in a corner of a room or just like behind everyone it's not a bunch of close-ups and so you, yeah, so like you're looking at it as a, as an observer, like you just That's get fine. to see a family sort of just interact in front of you, yeah. In a way, it's very interesting camera work, okay. And it's also beautiful landscape. They shot it in Britain, and it's a beautiful part of Britain. Beautiful landscape, okay. beautiful rolling hills and ocean, and all sorts of shit like that. Beautiful country home, and it's a story about this family that comes together for a weekend. The reason they're coming together is because the mother of the family decided. Well, she just got ALS. Mm-hmm. And I don't know too much about that disease, but 
I hear that I've heard and it's in it feels like yeah like in its elder stages like it gets really really yeah, that's bad why, that's why people. a couple of years ago people were right doing the ALS challenge yeah. and they're pouring water on pouring their ice heads. water on their heads right but it's a funny species <clears throat> hey I don't know but anywho so already there's like part of her body has started shutting down like I don't think she can use like her left hand mm-hmm. she knows at some point she's not going to be able to walk talk swallow they're going to have to feed her like with the tube in the side of her stomach it's going to get bad and she doesn't want to live this life mm-hmm. and euthanasia is is illegal there as it is in many other places yeah. but her husband's a doctor and they found this stuff right that they would give patients yep and they're just going to perform it at the home okay and so this is like a last hurrah like we're going to come together we're going to hang out and so you just get to see this family come together and you see just a messy family just a, a regular family has a bunch of problems and you see those problems come out in different ways and things get resolved but i bring all this up because I, I, what I got out of it, and it's probably because like any piece of art, you see yourself in it. You see the things that you kind of need to see. But I'm looking at this film and it's so beautifully done. And with some of the scenes and some of the actual dialogue, so I'm not just completely pulling all this out of my ass, along with the overall arc and just morals in it, mm-hmm. you see that it's a, a movie about life and the way that we look at it and how we interact with it ourselves and other people and i think a lot of the peace comes from and as i've talked about on here and i gave some advice to a friend earlier today we should really really think about death i know i brought up the bhutanese people a lot but i feel like if you just thought two minutes at the beginning of your day two minutes before you went to sleep about impermanence and the fact that all it is can just be shut off a missile can fly and hit troops can come down shooting you could have a heart attack like you just don't know and that's a real thing it's real it's not like oh it just happens to other people no No, it it happens it just happens and if you thought about that Mm. constantly because well not constantly but enough right i remember when i like first really really started thinking about that because it was through a guided meditation through a neurologist and philosopher named sam harris and yeah i I was i was listening to it and he just said every time you're upset or you're sad what's really going on is there is a complete loss of perspective Mm -hmm. and if you could bring yourself to knowing that there's going to be a last time that you do everything. Yep. And you may not know. You probably won't know when that thing is. Like there's going to be a last time you saw that friend. There's going to be a last time bruh. you tied those shoes. What's crazy? Like that's going to happen. What, bruh, what you're saying? What's crazy is that like it might sound like such a wild thing to do. But you know me. Like whenever I go to like big cities, I'm always like, man, what if up just like this just happened right now and the mm-hmm. bomb went off we all gotta get by i'm always saying like wild scenarios right but literally every time i'm driving out of the parking lot or I'm, I'm about to hit my car in the in the parking lot like the people who i'm walking out of the work with or who i know like every time that we're like all right man see you tomorrow 
I, 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 for some reason, have a thought. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's, it's not even like it's a problem. It just, it's just automatic. I look at them. I'm go, damn. He might just die on the way yeah, home. Yeah, like maybe not. Yeah, he says, see you tomorrow, and you're just thinking, yeah, maybe I'm not. Like, and, I, and I look, I always give everybody like a last look, like that might be the last time I see that man. Mm-hmm. Like. And it's, I don't think that's. It's not. It's not. A, it's not even a sad thought. Yeah, I, it's not dude, a sad thought. Dude, you know, I feel you. You know, you know, I know what you're talking it about. It just it keeps me in a way to like everybody fucks with me at, at you know every every job I be on because I'm I'm saying what's up to everybody and I'm giving little conversations to everybody all the time because I'm thinking, damn, what if you know if they just get up out of here? Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the things I just go I'll constantly think about. Yeah, there was a time where once my grandma died i th- I think it was the day she died yeah yeah i went over my yep i went over my parents house and my dad was in a state i never saw him in before ever yep. doubled over going through it in the worst way and by the by the time i left i gave him a hug so this is after you know they had taken my grandma out and i gave him a hug and it was the first time where because we always give like hugs and kisses when we when we leave each yeah. other but he gave me a hug and like you could, as we were mm. letting go of the embrace, like he was, it was like a longing in his hands. Like he was like touching my arms and my forearm, like as he was moving yeah. away. And you could tell it, it seemed like he to was me logging it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logging, you could tell that it, it was a it was the first like hug where he was really trying to understand it and like gain as much data. Like, what if yeah. I don't hug you again? Yeah. It was one of those hugs, yeah. you know? And I was like, I felt that from him. And I'm like, damn, how often do people just not? Because that's the way that I look at stuff too. Because mm-hmm. I I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Things happen all the time. Fucking dude died shoveling the snow, froze to death. Right. Honey, I'm going to go shovel the snow. And he doesn't come back inside? What is going on? You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you... Talking to your fucking kids and and being like, yo, I didn't pack your fucking favorite lunch today. I packed this lunch. Put your shoes on. You always take so fucking long to put your shoes on. Get in the car. I'm so sick of you. Honestly, if I have to tell you again, get in the car. And you send them, and then there's a school shooting. Mm-hmm. It's like that was that was your interaction. Like that's just that, like that's what. Yeah. And so this movie portrayed in such a beautiful way. The things that matter and the things that just fucking don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this constant state of knowing those things. Me too. And so, you know, that causes ruffles sometimes when people are wondering, like, why you're not worried about something that they're worried about. Mm-hmm. As if you you need to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it, it falls on me to say... I don't think that that matters. Yeah. But also at the same exact time, I also I can tap in and play the game. Like I can. But, I can, but what I can, is? But what does that look like? Because when you tap in and play the game, I need to know exactly what that looks like. Because sharing empathy and yeah. un- understanding that, that someone thinks that that matters, I like. I'll never shut down the fact and just and just tell them. Listen, that's stupid. Well, I mean, I have done that, but there's a certain type of relationship yeah. you have to have with that person yeah. in order to do that. Most human beings, I'm, I would never like do that to. Yeah. Like, listen, all the things that you worry about are stupid, and you're stupid for worrying about yeah. them. That I'm not taking yeah. that route. If you're very close to me, yeah. I'm going to be like, 
what is this? What is it about this thing? Huh. Like, let's really try to, because I'm a root problem type of guy. Yeah, you want to get to it. Yeah, like, let's yeah. get to the root of the issue. Is this really what's bothering you? Exactly. Like, what is it about this thing really? Because it's going to end up trickling down to a fear that you have. That's what it's going to come down to. Yes, it is. We just yeah, have to figure out what that is, but it's going to come down to a fear that you have, yep. and we're going to have to do some healing to figure out how we're going to get past that fear that you have. Right. That's what it's right, going to right, come right, down right. to. That's right. what it's going to trickle it's down to if, down if to we have fear. enough conversation. It's going to come down to something that you uh, you fear, like something that you're trying to change something that you probably can't change. Every single time. We could yeah. talk for six months, a year, however long it takes, it's going to come down to the fact that you fear something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like there's there's something that you're trying to control. Yeah, that you can't you can't make it what you want it. It's what it always breaks down to. It, it's gonna go it, like and I, and I recognize I'm those things. Having a conversation. Uh, why you know? Why did you why did you check your phone? I was I was talking to you. Why did you check your phone? I've come across this. Why did you mm. check your phone? I'm just like, like I had to send something real fast. Like something came in mind. I knew I had to send this thing really fast. Yeah. It was ten second send. You're just like, yeah, but like you, but you had to give that thing your time. Like you just couldn't give me like your undivided attention. Like, what is it that I'm presenting that's like, that's not good enough, like that you had to pick up the phone? And I'm like, okay. So is it that I picked up the phone and had to send a message for 10 seconds? Like, is that, is that a real problem? Like a real one? Yeah. Is that a real problem? Or do you feel lesser than? Because you just said, what is it you're not presenting? Why are you not good enough? Okay. So so you don't feel like you're good enough. Like the phone is more important than me. Right. Okay. Does that have to do with me or does that have to do with you? Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, you not feeling good enough, do you feel like ultimately that has to do more with you or me? Mm-hmm. So you fear not being good enough. Right. Right. And so and so then that's the start so, of the conversation. Right. That's the start of the and that it's like that with you're every for conversation. Me to validate and make sure you're looking for me to um to reinforce, to, to, reinforce, to reaffirm. That those, that reaffirm that those fears aren't aren't real. Are not real. Right. But that's not gonna change the fact that the fear popped up in your mind. Right. And I would rather try to help you fight that thought before it comes out. Because the thought popping up is, that's not your fault right now. You know? But you want to eradicate it like the OCD having clown. Right. Exactly. So, and you're more interested in doing that than just batting it away for Because them. the other things are bullshit. Yeah. Because it's not the root of the, you. Ha- if yeah. you don't fix the root of the problem, you don't fix the problem. Right. So you might as well try to get to the root. Like exactly. I, I don't understand doing anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't. I don't like like a leaky tire. Like I can keep filling the tire up with air, or we can just go fix the tire. <laughs> and sometimes let me listen. I get filling the tire with yeah, air. Yeah, I mean because I'm gonna go today. I can't go today. Sometimes yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna just put the air in the tire, knowing that I'm gonna have to go two days from now. All right. That's a fact. But right. at some point, you just gotta fix that fucking tire. Okay. And putting a patch over it is roughly the same thing. It's a bit better than just continuously putting air in it, putting a mm-hmm. patch on there. But the patch ain't going to work forever either. You need to fix mm-hmm. the tire yeah. or get a new tire. Like <laughs> Something yeah. better has to happen. 
So, but then, like I said, playing the game part, I understand that, like, maybe not everybody is there, you know, to able, they're not able to, you know, break down their mind in the same manner. Even though I can explain it right now, it'll take, it took me years to get here, so right. it might take them years to get but, there. But that's the beauty of, right. of guides and mentors, mm-hmm. is that the shit that it took you 30 years to figure out. If somebody get in 29. You don't, exactly. Even yeah. if it is 29. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't have to be that long, but like that's the whole point of yeah. having mentors is like, I did, I went through this wild shit. Yep. So now you don't have to. Right. Like, you don't have to. I can give you a bunch of the answers that I went around fucking fighting for yeah. for 30 but years. But then also, what if it's just different software? Yeah, I mean, hardware. You mean like yeah. hardware? Like, maybe like maybe. the actual brain is just not yeah. fitting. A, yeah, that's the hardware. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, that's a fact. All brains are not, they're not yeah. created equal. They're, I mean, that's yeah. that's a fact. That's a fact. It's like, oh. Okay. Yeah, like it's just it's not going to work. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I mean you're not just going to be able to force those things. But what I will say is that if you are to have people around you. I'm not saying just going to running around when Blaze was here talking about the the right reflex to go and right people's wrongs. Right. I'm not saying run around and just try to fix the fucking yeah, world. We just, tried because we tried that yeah, shit. Yeah, tried that shit. Don't work. It don't work. That was what the earlier 20s were for. Yeah, like yeah. right, got that out of mm-hmm. the way. But people that are close to you, you want to have real conversations with them and right. like real connections. And that's just going to be a part of that. So if you are to have real conversations, that's going to come up naturally mm-hmm. in conversations. Like, well, listen, because they're going to ask you, why don't you care about it? And yeah. so you're going to have to answer those questions. So it's not like you telling them something it's just or telling them how to be. It's just you answering questions when people ask them. Exactly. Of you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's that's pretty much what it is. So it's a. Uh, it's good, but I, I saw this fucking video, this reel of a little baby, little mm-hmm. black baby. This was the fu- it was the best video ever. It was a little yeah. fat black baby, and he had a bunch of like note cards in his hand, mm-hmm. and they were never like more than four letters, maybe five. But he was reading, it's little itty bitty. Okay. I couldn't. I'm so bad at ages, so I wish I fucking yeah. knew. But I maybe say like two. And he was just going through diapers on, fat ass thighs. And he was just going through and just like, May, walk, can, 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 me. And was just going through these cards. And someone asked me, how how is that possible? Like, how can a child be so smart? And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, do you know what a human is capable of? If you start early, mm-hmm. like y- mm-hmm. if you have those conversations mm-hmm. early, people talk in, in, you know, I talked to Keon on here one time mm-hmm. and he had talked, he, we were talking about, uh, oh man, I forgot exactly what it was, but it was a certain conversation he didn't feel like he needed to have with Jacory at the time. It was something about like uh, meaning in life, like not not trying to be so materialistic yeah, and want I the that. Jordans and the this and that, that. and just feeling like maybe you should have some conversations with him about materialism and consumerism and capitalism and, and like what matters and meaning in life and all this sort of stuff. I think it was when he was, it might have been around the time when he was talking about um, wanting to go to that house. Was it was it that episode? Oh, the hype house out in California. Yeah, was it around that episode? Pro- yeah, I think so. It, yeah. yeah, but it was a, about the same sort of talk because yeah. it, it was about getting completely swept away by TikTok and all that sort yeah. of shit. 
and wanting to be like one of those dudes that's like yep. uh, like a baddie. Yep. That like, you know, slices his eyebrows and wears dangling earrings and licks his lips a lot and all that sort of stuff and rolls his eyes, all that sort of shit. And, you know, saying that he didn't feel like he was really of that age to be having those conversations. And that's that's many, many parents. It's not just Keon. There's many people that feel like, oh, they can't have those conversations yet. Like, we got to wait till they're at an age where we can have them. Wait till they're an adult so we can have these conversations. I think that you should start having these conversations at a young age, very, very young. Even it doesn't you mean that they're just going to know it like you know it right. at age five or ten. Like but me, it means you're already, building the blocks. Like I already know. I'm not even if I'm not quote unquote having those conversations, I'm gonna be asking questions to see what right. conversations can be had. Yes. Because yes. if you're asking questions, you can start to gauge what kind of conversations they could have. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you, you could start really early if, with things. You know, right, right, right. Super early with things, very, or, very or early as, as they ask, because you know they hit that stage where they get to asking questions. Yeah, boy, you could you could have some crazy conversations. Yeah, that's very. I didn't true. know I'm going to be having some wild conversations. That's very true. Yeah, because you're just going to ride the wave, like you're yeah. going to get in their mind, yeah. and and they'll be like, "What's this about?" And then yeah, yeah you can just kind of. It's something mm. about. I don't, you just kind of get creative. You just jump into their world and you just talk. What? You just talk, What? question them, ask them what they're thinking about. They're going to ask you some things and you just sort of creatively play with ideas. There was a, there was a thread uh, on Twitter not long ago where where parents were like um, posting like the wildest, like most profound things that like their like toddlers were saying. Kids be saying some wild things. Like one of them was like, "Man, something, something. I don't like Earth. This is the last time I'm coming here." Mm. And shit, or like, uh, there's a whole news story about a, a, like a a little kid that was saying that like he remembers being a certain person, named the name, how he died, and they went and found that somebody had died in Chicago with that name in a house fire, like mm. thirty years prior. I don't know. There, there's yeah. you know how I it's, talk about how there's something extra. Mm-hmm. I feel like having a lot of conversations with young ones when that mind is still yeah, very there. connected to the natural fluidity of existence. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. You could it. go, you could have some That's time, a really good way of putting it. You know it. what I mean? Before before reality gets bogged down in the rigidness of who yeah. you are yep. with the ego and constructs. Yeah, it's before it, it buckles down into, okay, I go to school and I learn. Yeah, you keep that shit like in the fluidness, mm-hmm. with that imagination flowing, bro. Man, yeah, those are great artists. Those are just great artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're still out there. There's still a bunch of like old mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep that alive in myself. Yeah. Just, I just want to. I just want the wisdom with all the perks of being a young child. Yeah, where everything to you, you just you just look at shit and just question it, and then you you patch that idea to oh that's like this, and mm-hmm. this is like that. Yeah. Oh man, you know. Yeah. You talked about that how you break down ideas down to the very smallest detail. Oh yeah. And you relate it to something else. And oh, then you it's had so that much epiphany. fun. Oh, it's so much yeah. fun. Drawing parallels is so much fun for it me. It is. I think it's so much fun to just think just just think about something. Just, just, I would make it a game for myself. Like I would just meditate and I would just think of a thing. Yep. And then I would just think about how many other things I could relate it to and in how many different ways I could do that. Yep. It's so much fun because mm-hmm. you just realize like everything's like everything else. <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's really, really cool. It is. And with these these little kids and and with you having some semblance of, of um, 
bashfulness when it came to the the Adderall. Again, I, I knew that RJ really dealt with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people do. And I, I, t- I talked to Ron Maria about this the other day because I remember watching X-Men growing up, like the movies. Mm-hmm. And I remember like getting the whole gist of what the fuck was going on in X-Men. Like you had this sort of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X thing with Dr. Xavier and Magneto, mm-hmm. where they grew up together. They were trying to fight for the rights mm-hmm. of their people, yep. which were mutants. But one of them was just trying to coexist with the humans and say, yo, we need peace. And the other one was like, like fuck them. They've been killing us. I've lost people to them. You've lost people. Like, fuck them. We're stronger. Why don't we just wipe them out? What the fuck are you talking about? In a new world of just Same with like the Black Panther yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Wait, yeah. you mean like Black Panther movie or Black Panther? We yeah, had the movie. Remember one? Remember mm. Killmonger was on some like man, fuck that. Oh yeah, we take over, man. They've been fucking us over for this long. Right, same right, yeah. right. I, I kind of forgot the storyline to that yeah. one. I only watched the movie. He once. was down for Wakanda, but he was down to like take yeah. over the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To have Wakanda be yeah the yeah the world's capital. Yeah. Um. And I just remember watching the films, and there was a part of me, I forgot how long ago I started, like when those films came out, but they were a long time ago. high school. Yeah. And after. I was remember high school. We went to the theater all together and watched one of them. I remember thinking, because the mutants weren't like the rest of the kids. Nah. And the mutants had powers. Motherfuckers were shooting fire, and they were flying, and they were running at the speed of light, and they were teleporting and becoming invisible and shape shifting. Yep shooting ice and it was just yeah. so fucking cool to us yep but they hated it yeah they did and they a lot of them felt ashamed and that was the whole reason like that they had to go to this other school that charles xavier built for them and i just remember thinking i don't know if i can buy that i don't know if i don't know if i'm buying the fact that a bunch of fucking gifted super powered humans feel ashamed for having superpowers and doing a bunch of cool shit. I don't mm. I don't know if I'm buying that. No. But like cool movie though. It doesn't ruin X-Men right. for me. And then life happened to me. And I started thinking about people's quote unquote disorders mm. or what the fuck was going on in my mind or what the fuck was going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then I rethought those movies. Yeah, man. And I was like, oh, never mind. I do buy that. Yeah. Just because you have a power doesn't mean that that doesn't set you apart from other people. And a lot of what we want, especially as young people, is to just fit in. It doesn't matter how it is. You just want to fit in. And so if you have superpowers and you can fucking shoot fire out of your hands, which is awesome, but other kids can't. You don't want that power. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, wow, how applicable is that to life? Like, how many people do I know tried to dumb themselves down to fit in? Or tried to run around and do a bunch of dumb shit to fit in with other people, knowing that they would have wished to just be a part of the drama class or like the choir or just do something else? Shit, we talked about this for music, with artists. How so? How like they feel like when they really get the pen and shit, like their mm. best shit really ain't like what everybody's trying to hear. So they'll dumb the shit down and get the shit knocking so that shit sells and that shit streams. 
You know what I mean? I thought about that because with this last Kendrick album, I was like, wow, he's really able to take it to a completely different level. And then I was listening to his other albums. I'm like, it's not that these are bad. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're not deep, but they're definitely sugarcoated. They're definitely just marketable. Yeah. Much more marketable than the last album that came out. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the last album was simply just a therapy session, just a very long therapy session. Yeah. I was like, damn, John Mayer has talked about that, where he's like, I've just grown to understand that when I put together one of my wildest pieces where I'm putting together just things that people don't appreciate, because it's like to a musician, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. To the general public, it's like another song. Right. But then if I just make a song like four chords and repetition... And I just sing in a regularly Strange. melodic way, like they'll love it. Yeah. <sighs> and like, what point do you have to get to where you just and and I'm glad that I've reached this place now where I feel completely comfortable being a weirdo. Right. Like, it takes a lot to just say, you know what? Let me just come on the podcast and have all the conversations that I really, really want to have. Like, yeah. let me do that one. Yeah. Some slip through and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, sometimes it happens. At the same time? It just, happens. It happens. You're just sometimes. talking to people. It just happens to be recorded. Yeah, I know. Right? And you, you, just want, you just want every release for you to have super meaning behind it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to get to something that means something. Right. But at yeah. the same time, having that conversation, you guys talked about it a lot. Like not even the last pod. I guess they will be hearing as the last pod that at least the conversation happened. He'll take mm-hmm. that. Yeah. He sat down with some people to talk. Mm. You can take that. Yeah. And you also never know who needs to hear things a certain way or yeah. from a certain person. Maybe something was said in that pod that, that resonated. That goes crazy with yeah. some other people. And, That's very but true. to you, it's to you, it's not, you know, it's meaningful as what you would to you, but to right. somebody else, that shit might come off as fucking fire. That's very, very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I try not to discount that. Yeah. yeah. So, man, I need to be It's crazy. Like, you might, like, your most impactful pods might be the ones that you thought were just nothing to you. A lot of the times, I think that that's the way it happens. So weird, right? Like, you you don't right? got no idea You're like, how damn. things resonate with other people. Yeah. No fucking idea. Yeah. No idea. And that's a lot why when I talk about I play the game, too, because I'll sit there and I'll... Because I notice a lot of times when people are complaining about shit and trying to get their shit, they just got to get their shit off. Yeah. So I'm perfect at just, just letting somebody get their shit off. They're just trying to express, like, just get yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. Because if you don't, then it's just It's there. almost like a, like playing like a little therapist at work a lot of times. Because I'll ask them questions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sitting there agreeing. Like, I'm to them, they might think that I'm agreeing with them. But if they were to hear what I'm really saying, I'm just asking more questions and they're just expressing themselves. Right. Yeah. It's, no, that's really it's, it's funny wonderful. in communications. And they feel so much better. And and I catch myself all the time being the guy that people could walk up to as I'm walking through. And either there's some happy shit they want to get off or it might be some like down shit for the day. By the time we're finished, they all they feel better. And I feel better. Yeah, conversation's funny in that way because people will assume just because or they will feel like if they talk to you and you ask questions and showed interest in who they are and what they had going on, they will walk away thinking Man, I have great conversations with that person. Mm-hmm. Man. I mean, it's mostly just them talking and you asking questions yeah. and giving them yeah. the space to express yeah. themselves. This, but they swear, like, man, we have the best conversations. Yeah. It's like, 
This might go. This might end up on a funny um, tangent. But all right. So a guy I'm working with now. Uh, I've only been working with him for about like a week. Um, I, want, I want you to see a picture of him so you can. <laughs> so you can. Because this is the fact that this, you have to do that. Listen, because this story, <laughs> this story has parts to it that might go funny. Because this is the story I gotta show you. Okay. <laughs> oh, the, okay. I saw him in the chat the other day. Okay. Yeah. I saw this pop yeah. up. I just. Uh, you don't know what happened though. No. 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 Okay. So he's um, he's my home. He's international. He's from Cameroon. I, okay. I already knew this because he speaks fluent French too. Oh, yeah. So I kind of figured I asked him. But anyways, um, so he has like an accent, right? And um, he, I'm working with two guys, him and then another another guy who's a um, who is like a boss slash foreman from another job who came over to our project for two weeks to kind of speed things along and then he's going to leave soon. So this this guy that I'm, the two guys I'm working with, one, he's a, they're both journeymen, they're both certified, but the one is a foreman. So the taller one's a foreman, he's a white guy, you know, you know, uh, very crisp speech. I'll put it that way. Okay. Foreman, okay. by the way, is just someone that just works. It's, he's just um, the guy who might have like a group of guys he's working with and he'll like delegate tasks. Okay. Okay. Outs. And a journeyman. Is, okay. Journeyman. Those are the people taking the journeys and doing what yeah, the fuck yeah, the foreman yeah. says. Right. Okay. And then I'm the apprentice. So like it, it's like a totem pole yeah. almost. All right. So we're all working together. We're all like, <laughs> label. The labels don't believe me in shit. We're all just together. Right. Yeah. Labels. Just, it's just how much you're getting paid. Right. But uh, so we're working together. It's nearing the end of the day. This is Wednesday. And before, let me rewind it even back to like October. Oh, okay? fuck. My first interactions with uh, my homie from Cameroon is uh, I'm walking around. I have my portable phone charger. I'm charging my phone in the morning because I don't charge it overnight. Don't be leaving y'all's phones charged and plugged in for hours. Just charge it when it has to be charged. Anyway, so I keep a portable battery charger on my work bag, charging my phone up. He sees me in the stairwell and he's like, hey, could I, uh, you have a phone charger, iPhone? And I was like, yeah. I was only at like 40%, but I was like, man, fuck it. Like, when my phone going to die here? I was like, yeah, you can use it. I was like, you know what? I'll come find you. What floor are you on? Because it's a 14-story building. I'll come find you and get it back after break. Breaks at noon. So I'm, I'm thinking like from 10 until like 1230, his shit should be nice and charged right. by then, even though it'd be way before then. I just didn't feel like going back yeah. anytime soon. Anyways, so... I don't find this motherfucker for like four hours. Okay. So I'm walking around. At this point, I'm walking around. Like, yeah. I finally find him, but he wasn't even using it anymore. So he's already funny. Okay. He's a funny. He's already funny. Yes. So Wednesday, near the end of the day, and I, I was off doing something else, and I come back, and I see where they're at. So I walk up, and they're talking. And he's like, yeah, so you just call, and you pretend like you're my lawyer. Like, okay. And, and he's talking to the, the other guy. Okay. That came over. He's like, you pretend like you're my lawyer, and you ask him these questions. So I'm like, I'm like, what are they, oh, what are these, fuck. what are these fuckers talking about? All right, what are these things talking about? <laughs> so he, the phone's ringing, and it says he's calling a tow company, right? And I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, um, I'm standing here with my client, and uh, I wanted to ask him questions about a car you towed. Long story short, he called a tow company to have his car towed from a mechanic's place to a dealership because the car's fucked up, and then... From the dealership, he wanted it towed somewhere else. The tow company got out to the dealership, got his car hooked up, and was gonna tow it. And they told him the price, and he's like, "No, no, no, I don't want that. No, 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 don't, don't, don't do that." But by then, the car is already hooked up. They gotta take it somewhere. Yeah. He's arguing with the tow truck driver, so the tow truck driver takes it back to the tow's place. Okay. 
And now they're telling him, hey, bro, like, you're just going to have to pay, like, like mm. the fee for taking it to our shop. We're not going to make you pay all this extra money as if it was, like, a violation tow. Mm. Okay? Just come pick it up. He's arguing with them. No, you took my car. You, you. So he's calling police stations. This is all in the past couple of weeks. He's called police stations, <laughs> filed a stolen car report. Cops are like, bro, your car's not stolen. This is a civil matter. So he's having him call to pretend like he's a lawyer because he's getting ready to sue the tow company place. And as the tow truck driver is on the phone explaining this, it's very clear what's what's happened. Okay, it's very clear that there was a miscommunication between the two at some point, probably because he has an accent mm. and the tow truck driver can't really understand what he was saying. And so he's thinking that they just took his car because they just wanted they're just being evil. And I can tell, as this guy can tell, that's not the case at all. You can't call them out to come take come do a service and not pay them something. Yes. Right. So this guy had he had to leave. Like they ended the phone call and he's sitting there, he's still trying to explain his side of the story. And I'm trying to help him understand like where the miscommunication is. So then he's like, okay, now you call and you pretend like you're his partner. And oh, sh- you're you're his colleague and oh, you're, you're talking to yeah. the whole firm, like right. you, you're like y'all <laughs> dog. Listen. So so eventually I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and call. So I called the tow truck driver off my is. off my Right. So I'm talking to the tow truck driver off my phone and I'm just asking simple questions. Like I keep this shit so simple. I'm just like, was there a price negotiated before the car was hooked up? No, he gave us permission, you know, to go get his car and the dealership gave me his key. They wouldn't just give his key to anybody. He gave me permission. And by the time I got a hold of him, the car was already hooked up and I was trying to know where to take it. Hmm. And he's over here trying to whisper, ask him about this. And I'm just like, um, so is there a difference in fees for if it's a violation tow, like the hookup fee for a violation tow versus a service tow? That's when the tow truck driver kind of stumbles over his words. Like, oh, I don't know anything about that. I just know that he he asked for a tow. Mm. So it sounds like you're not supposed to charge like a customer that asked for a service, the fee. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyways, at the end of that conversation, the tow truck driver, I made he felt as if I explained that I was just a colleague and I, I'm just trying to gather some information. I don't really know what's going on. And he's like, I'm sorry that you got into this man. Uh, if you guys are going to take him as a client, go ahead and take his money. You know what I mean? He seems like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And I'm sitting here on the phone, like, just laughing because he can hear all this shit too. Right. I hang up with him and he's like, yeah, you did good, man. Yes, you, you did real good. He answered the questions. And at the same time, like, nothing's changed. You're still going to have to go pay to go get your car out. <laughs> right. Right. So I sat there and I made the same phone call that this man made. All I did was ask questions and and both sides are satisfied. And and he's <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, he's still in the same spot that he was in beforehand. Mm. All he wanted to do was get his shit off mm. and somebody have it get it off for him. And he felt so much better, even though the circumstances were exactly <laughs> the same. They didn't agree that, yeah, oh, you know, we're going to give him his car back. Yeah, I was waiting they, for that they part. They sat <laughs> on the phone and said, yeah, all he has to do is pay $260 and he can come get his car. And he felt, he's like, see, you should be, he, he's, you should be a lawyer. He's like, you, you are really good at this. And I'm just thinking, wow, like, I didn't even do anything. Hmm. I didn't do anything. Hmm. Wow, did, that's, a, that's a great, that's I did a great nothing. story. And I sat and I, like I said, I played the game because I, I really didn't want to be on the phone with no damn tow truck driver out of Maryland. But I was. And the greatest part about it, on my way home, the the driver called me back by accident thinking he was calling a customer. And I explained to him, bro, you're not getting sued. Like, 
Like, <laughs> so, uh, so, that, so then you even gave them some peace of mind. Yeah. So, that, so everyone really was able to. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Everyone was able to find some so, peace in so, that. So he's. It was just unnecessarily unnecessary, contentious. Yeah. And then they had a they had a mediator come. Yeah. That's that's wow. That's so truck, funny. The tow truck driver gave off the same information that he gave to the other guy. Yeah. While he was on the phone. Right. I don't know why he wasn't hearing the information when he was saying it. I I don't know. But then when I got on the phone and just only asked questions, that's it. He got everything he needed out of that. So, like I said, like a lot of times people just want to get their shit off. They're not really looking for problems to be solved. They just got to express themselves, get that shit out. And I'm super content. And you know what? I'm here in this moment. Maybe this is like a, I'm here for a reason. It's mm. it's not like, I don't know, even though it's not something that I want to do, I'll do it just because I don't want to do it. Mm. Let's see where this goes. Do it because you don't want to do it. All right. The other day, in the, do you ever punish yourself in the gym? Yeah. Okay. I had one of those days the other, like yes, yeah. yesterday. My conversation is a change in two. The conversations yeah. in your mind? Yeah. I did I did both of David Goggins books since the last time I did Oh, here. I didn't even think about that I when I asked you that question. I did both of his I've done both of his books. Damn. Yeah. Audio books, both of them. Audio because after each chapter he has a, a conversation with a guy who is narrating the chapters, which at first I didn't really like it, but he has a little bit of a speech impediment, so it's kind of cool that the guy is oh, reading his story. Right. But the second one he does, right? They both do it. They like like so the guy David Goggins writes out. It's like an autobiography. He's writing. It's all written out by him. And another guy narrates it just like this. After he's finished narrating a chapter, they have a conversation about it. Okay. Yo, so that's cool. He'll throw in a whole bunch of insight about that. Right. So it's fire. That's, that is fire. It's fire. That is fire. Yeah. Okay. So I did the latest book first. Then I did the first book after that. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked the first one better because the first one is about him, what he thinks becoming... David Goggins, the savage, when really he's been that way his entire life. I don't know if he knows it or not. He realizes it. But like, yeah. And the second one is him like refinding that savageness in himself. Mm. Either way, both books, he's done some things. It's like, this got to be an alien. Mm. He's done some crazy shit. But like you said, punishing myself in the gym. Yeah. The conversations. Yeah. Now. are Yeah. Like the way I was explaining it to someone was. Uh, if you've ever been the type of child that got your ass whooped and y- your parents would say, or maybe you had friends that did, yep. th- but that would, they would be beating your ass and, or or maybe you start crying before that happens, mm-hmm. right? Because you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, you crying. Oh, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Yep. I'm going to give you something to cry for. So, so my version of that is like, uh, maybe I make a, a stupid decision or what I feel like is a stupid decision. Uh, or, or just a decision that is not of the optimum Earl. Like, I know right. that I can make a much better decision. Mm-hmm. And if I make enough of those, one or two is usually enough. Three is way too many. Yeah. Then in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay, so you think that that's hard. So you think that making, uh. these, you, so you think these decisions that you're making, like, that, like it's hard to make the right one. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'm going to show you something that's hard. Uh-huh. Whoa! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you think that interacting with this person in the way that you did, like 
you know that that wasn't the best way you could handle that. But like, but you went ahead and did that thing anyway. Okay, so so that was a difficult decision for you to be the best version of yourself. Okay, well, come into the gym. Let me show you something that's difficult. Yeah. Let yeah. me show you something hard. Yeah. And then I go in there and I I I was doing some shit. One, I was on the I was on a bicycle, and I was on a bicycle just oh, getting yeah. it in a way that like I was just like, don't stop pedaling. Yeah. My legs like, are gonna fall off. I don't care. Get up, get stand up on the bike. Yep. Increase that that resistance yep. and keep pedaling. Don't stop. Yep. Don't stop. No, no. I know what your legs feel. Don't stop. Yep. You can't stop. And I'm getting in that trance we talked about where yeah. I'm fucking sweating. And I can't even really open my eyes because it's all blurry anyway. And you're just fucking going and you're fucking going. And it's like five minutes. Nope. Keep pedaling. What are you mm-hmm. five? No. Seven minutes? No, no. I know the intensity. Nope, nope. Keep going. Ten minutes? Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, keep going. Come on, come on. And I'm just fucking going. Stairmaster. I never thought about what it was like for people. And I'm thinking about this more and more often because I'm hearing different stories from different people that are like in my life. What it's like to lose weight, like a lot of weight. Oh, okay. And what the levity of, of that get is springy. like. Like, yeah, you get real springy. Until you go get on a Stairmaster and put a 40 mm. pound like <clears throat> rucksack on your <clears throat> shoulders. Yeah, I was wearing a 30 pound vest on when I was when I was really doing Stairmaster training. And just like, Boy. what? It's so different. It's like being on a different planet. <laughs> it's like being on a different planet and the gravity is different. Yes, and and like if you want to do it right, you're not supposed to really use your arms. So I have my oh yeah. So you, you yeah yeah. Well, so I had the type of like sort of sack that has all the little fucking handles to it and all yeah. that. So I just had it on my back. So I had to have my arms up holding it as oh. I'm fucking walking with it That's on my good shoulder. Hiking training, boy. I was like, I'm gonna just knock out a quick ten minutes. That knock. ten minutes ain't quick. Yeah, fuck no. That ten minutes, nigga. That two minutes, it's like, hey, I'm tripping. And I took like a six point six mile hike the day before, so oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah, even yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's yeah. not crazy, but I, I. What level was the steps on? Like you mean like the speed sort of? Not speed, but like the resistance level of the stairmaster, because you know you can increase, like, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, you can make it tougher to when it's harder to push down. Oh, or, harder to push down. I don't know if that's how ours work. It's just a speed. Uh, oh, so it just goes faster and slower? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, we, so ours, you have to push the step down yeah. as well as it rotating at a certain speed. At yeah, a certain see, ours, ours, it's like it. the pressure that you have to use, like you can increase oh, or that decrease that creates it. the speed. So you have to uh, use more of them. Yeah, you got to really... That's dope. No, yeah. we don't have that in my gym. Yeah. We don't have that. It's just a speed. And you can set it to where like every two minutes it increases to here. It goes deep. You can uh, set it however you want. So you start off pressing easy, then it gets harder, oh, easy, that's, harder. Yeah, that's increase, dope. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, yeah. So I just had it at, at a pretty brisk you just had to hike keep, upwards. You just got to keep your... I just have running. to keep moving at a constant yeah. speed the entire 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's what Boy, I was doing. 10 minutes. And I was just thinking and I was in my head just like, you're not stopping. Stopping. Right. You, no. Yeah. You're not stopping until you hit that 10 minutes. Yep. You're not stopping. You want to keep making those decisions. Well, this is what you have now. Now that was was that like your mental talking to your body? Y- yeah. I and, and what's funny is I didn't know that going into the gym, but I knew I was like, once I get in the gym, like I knew I had to 
I knew I had to break through something. Yeah. I knew that I had to sort of yeah. like break myself. Like I knew that. Mm -hmm. I just didn't exactly know why at the time. But the more I was getting into it, the more I was just like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, keep making them dumbass decisions. Like, and it started to come out. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's why I'm trying mm -hmm. to fucking like rough myself up so much in here. Like, that's why I'm working so yeah. hard right now because. I clearly need something hard to do. Mm -hmm. I clearly need something difficult to show me that these other things aren't so difficult to do. Right, right, right. So you need to come over here and get the shit beat out of you pretty much so that you learn your lesson. Click my own ass real and quick. Ma and make sure you know these other decisions are not that yeah. difficult to make. You know? So yeah. so that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what it was. And I achieved it. I, I feel that shit. I achieved it. Because yeah, like I used to say I used to I got Come on, bitch ass. Like, you can do this shit, you bitch ass nigga. Let's go. Like, do that shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, let's go. Yeah. That's how That's how it was. Now it's changed to where, like, how I used to say, I used to think, like, what would future me do? Right. Like, how? what decision would he make? I need to make that decision. Mm -hmm. I need to do that. Come on, body. Let's go. Like, the mind was telling the body what to do. Now it's to the point where I'm, I, I'm tapped. Like, the future me is talking. Mm. Like, who do you want to be, huh? Mm. You want to be you? You want to be you from you want to be him from the past, or you want to be me? Who you mm. want to be? Who you trying to be right now, huh? Mm. That question is that first. That's the first question. As it starts to get harder, really good hmm? who do you want to be, huh? You want to be me? You want to be you? God damn! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Hey! Oh no! That shit! That shit! That shit's oh. crazy. That shit's crazy. So I'm oh, in that bitch like, God no. damn! Like, oh shit! Like I like this is something different that's happening. Ooh. So then, and then when shit starts to really get kicked, the question turns into, Who are you? Mm. And then it's like, Oh, I am him. And that's when that shit oh. clear, Tra like the trance dish. Like the the last round, like I remember the other day we were doing something and uh, dumbbell snatches or something, and the prescribed weight was like fifty, and I had brought out a fifty five just so it could be in front of me, and the whole time I'm doing the workout, it's like who you want to be, huh? You want to be me? You want to be you, huh? I know you don't want to be that motherfucker from the past, right? We definitely passed that, but do you want to be me or do you want to keep being you? And then, like right before the last round started, it was like who are you? Shit, give me that fifty five. And that round was easier than the whole rest of the workout. I did more work in that last round than the whole previous one. Mm. And it was like, that's when I tapped into that shit where the shit just opens up easy. It's like, damn. Like, oh, I have a whole lot of whatever in me, energy saved that's behind this firewall that I can break through and access. I'm starting to access, yeah, that shit. That reminds me of my favorite line from Power by Kanye. Mm. I just needed time alone with my own thoughts. Got treasures in my mind, but couldn't open up my own vaults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I can't wait to go like when it gets warmer. Shit, it might be colder. I might look outside one day like, fuck that shit. I'm about to go running. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's a new level. And like, again, like. But also, as I read, as yeah, I was David going, Goggins yeah. would do that to you. But it's crazy because, like, when I was when I did the first book, it had the opposite effect. I, I took a week off of the gym mm. so I could, like, while I was doing the book, because I was processing. Like, we have different goals. 
my his goal was to be the baddest motherfucker on the planet. That's not. That was my goal. My goal was just to be better every day, just to, just stay right and be better than my old self. And it's evolving into that that type of conversation with myself of getting better because I'm only competing with me. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a fact. Because when workouts get crazy, I'm not thinking about nobody else. I'm just thinking about just straight me. So. Do you want to be you or do you want to be me? Who you want to be? And I'm, that's the first time it's ever happened like that to where like I can hear my future self talking to me like, yeah, look at you. You're trying to be me right now. Mm. Like you used to ask those questions of what would future me do? Hmm. He'd probably do this. No, yeah. I'm telling you what I would do. Yeah. I'm looking at that way like, bro, I'd have been done that. What are you doing? Who you want to be right now? And I'm sitting there answering the question like, damn. Uh-huh. And then it's like, who the fuck are you? Fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy. And then, man, it's. I mean, it's even yeah. happening at work now. 14 story building. 14 story building. I'll be walking back inside, like, and I'm, let's say we're working on the sixth floor. And I'm walking. I'm like, fuck that. I'm taking the goddamn steps. Oh, yeah. Right? Easy. But then it's like, I could walk to the top. I could walk to the 14th floor right now. Shit. Like, who are you? Who do you want to be? Gonna be me because me, I just go do it just cause. Fuck it. And the amount of energy it takes to get up there is probably about this, like like an eight hundred meter sprint. That's mm. about it's about four minutes and your heart rate gets up high. And I'm like, damn, why did I just do that? Like, fuck it. I just I, <laughs> middle of the day, no reason. It's like a little, it's like a challenge. Like it just it just comes out of nowhere. Mm. He's like, hey, you wanna be me? You know what I would do? I'd walk to the 14th floor right now for no fucking reason. <laughs> Shit. And I like who we're you, becoming. You challenge, you challenge yourself to do some crazy good things. I mean, this is just uh, physical activity. I yeah. can't wait to see when it leaks into other like. I mean, but it, but it's also, but that's mental though. It is it's, mental. It, that's the thing. It is mental. I, I don't know if I would separate the two. I don't think it's to it's be separated. Super mental, yeah. You have that's a mental it's breakage mental. that you're that you're doing. Because I, a, I, yeah. yeah, I know for a fact the body's going to do whatever I tell it to do. So I don't have to direct the body no more. I have to direct my thoughts to like what I want my thoughts to be now. Right. Because if I want to do it, my body's going to do it. So now it's like, what am I going to tell it to do? Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, if you're driving like a fucking, I don't know, say you're driving like a fast ass NASCAR, like the car's going to go fast, but how fast are you going to tell it to go? How fast, like how hard are you willing to push it? Mm. Mm, that's like, that's where I'm, I'm getting now, like. I'm starting to challenge myself in different ways. I think, uh, but, I, I, what? But I'm saying, but it's crazy because, like, my, like, again, my goal is not to be like this fucking all star athlete or anything. Yeah, no, it's, I don't think it's, it's about it's that. It's just to put myself in really uncomfortable, like, situations. Yeah. And just, just try to get used to shittiness. Yeah. Yeah. Rise out of that. Yeah. No, I think that that's, like I said, I like who we're becoming. I think that these are just, these level decisions, mm-hmm. I call them God tier decisions. I think that is you just tapping into whatever you feel like David Goggins had his whole life that maybe he doesn't even realize that laid dormant, inner, inner dialogue. just wasn't active, you know, was being suppressed maybe for whatever reasons, maybe yeah. for fear or for reasons of yeah. it coming out. Maybe you didn't know how to integrate it. Because yeah. maybe it's the monster inside of you, and it I is. And, and I and I love it that is. that idea of being like knowing how to harness the monster, 
not letting right. the monster overcome you, but knowing how to integrate it in a way that you can do something productive That's with exactly it. Exactly what it is. Because I love it that used idea. to be destructive. Right. Now it's like it's still destructive, but in a good way. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, yeah, you don't want to have no monster in you. Yeah. You don't want to just like I don't like that idea. Of just right. being a, just a complete pacifist. There's just there's no part of you that is yeah. dangerous at all. Yeah. Because if there's ever a point where you need to be dangerous and you don't have that, you're shit out of you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You're shit you get, out of luck. You get stuck in some snow somewhere. You're gonna have to turn into a crazy fucker to walk your ass 10, 12 miles through some snow to get home and not stop. But if you've already fucking you know, Gerald broke your mind and got in there and started doing what you wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. Then when those moments come, that's why, again, I, I challenged myself in the gym that way and sort of punished myself and achieved more because of it. It's like you start walking into other stuff. You're like, yeah. Right. Then, eh. And then it leads to shit like when Listen. I'm driving in like traffic and I'm just like, man, this shit ain't nothing, bro. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Some traffic? <laughs> eh. Okay. Eh. <laughs> between, between that heavy, again, I'm going to say mental and physical yeah. work together and the wrapping your mind around impermanence in death and life being just as natural as one another yeah you're gonna start walking around shit gonna be pretty easy exactly it's gonna be pretty fucking easy and then you start having a really good time yep and you start looking for more ways to like challenge yourself yeah yeah because yeah because then you yeah yeah now you have a whole different Mm -hmm. comfort zone and then you got to figure that out yeah yeah it's never ending but it's it, but it, like I said, it took me a second because I knew that I wasn't trying to just, oh, I'm about to just start going crazy in the gym now. Oh, no, it wasn't like that. I was like, I'm going to come out of this mentally a little different. But like, how do I want to do this? Because I'm only tapping into that during times when I feel like I need to. Yeah. You know, challenging myself to be better. Challenging myself to be better. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end off. Oof. I think, I think that's a good place to end off today. Mm. Dude, today was this was this was a heavily charged one. Yes, sir. I like this. I have a feeling that this is going to do something for some people. Okay, it's had it's got to. Yeah, it's got to. This is episode one fifty five. Hey. Peace, everybody. Peace. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.